Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's six o'clock in the morning London time on Monday the 9th of May. The war in Ukraine has produced another round of economic sanctions against Russia. The first set, which are generally less significant, are the tightening of sanctions by the United States, targeting Gazprom Bank executives, though not the bank itself, and banning the provision of professional services like accounting to Russia. These are not likely to be especially economically meaningful. Twitter sanctions have already applied to many professional companies which have cut ties to Russia for fear of reputational damage in the court of social media. And while the exposure of individual companies to Russia may be more significant, overall Russia was only around 2% of the global economy before the pandemic, obviously less now, and that makes it a relatively minor part of the global economy. It's also worth remembering that, as with the pandemic, people will adapt in the face of a crisis, and that includes the ability of the Russian economy to adapt to increasing sanctions. More significant are the moves over the oil market. Remarkable as it may seem, the G7 has actually done something. Obviously, the G7 has not taken action of any kind, but the G7 heads of government issued a jolly strongly worded statement pledging to stop importing Russian oil at some point in the future. The point in the future was not specified. True, the US and the UK have already made this pledge, but recycling is a part of politics. The announcement is somewhat undermined by the fact that the European Union could not agree to an oil ban because despite concessions to Hungary, the Hungarian government found that it was unable to agree. For the markets, it is the energy price reaction that is going to be the main focus because of the attendant downside risks to growth if oil prices were to be pushed higher. Saudi Arabia has helped offset some of that risk in the near term at least with cuts to the official price at which it sells oil. There may also be some focus on gas supplies, which are a more serious issue for Europe, and whether Russia takes selective action on gas in retaliation for the sanctions being applied, potentially, to its oil. Chinese April trade data continue to signal that the current COVID restrictions are not having the effect of COVID lockdowns. Exports rose more than expected in dollar terms, compared to the over 40% declines that took place in 2020, and imports were unchanged compared to 17% declines. This does not mean that the current restrictions are not disruptive to supply chains. It does strongly suggest that they are not devastating to supply chains. There are final inventory numbers for March from the United States. These are almost never even slightly market-moving, But at a time when consumer demand is slowing, it is inventory rebuilding that is offering a little more support to global production. This is because firms wish to have an insurance policy against future threats to global supply chains, be they political or pandemic in nature. And the existence of higher stockpiles is already serving as a reassuring buffer for some businesses. That's all for today. Have a good day. 
UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.